It has a reputation for being the most temperamental electronic device you own. I know that in my own life, both at work and home, I can certainly confirm there is no device more at risk for going flying across the room or being tossed into a lake than my printer. But your printer, especially if it's connected to the internet, can be a gateway for the compromise of your personal information. Today, we give you six steps you can take to strengthen the security of your printer. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Made Personal Podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. I'm Jim Herman. I have three security alerts for you today. Recently, there have been two new government-related scams making the rounds. The first scam is pretending to come from the Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, claiming that there have been unauthorized or suspicious transactions on your checking account or involving cryptocurrency. This scam can come through phone or email, and it will try to get you to give up your personal information. The SEC says that it will never initiate communication with you. And honestly, how often does a private citizen interact with the SEC anyway? Yes, there are a few times when the SEC investigates the transactions of private citizens, but you're probably going to be well aware if the SEC has a reason to come after you. In another scam, a number of websites have been charging people to assist them in getting enrolled in the TSA PreCheck program. However, these scam websites will often just take your money and disappear. Some of these will even offer to get you through the process faster if you pay more money. Don't fall for these scams. Only go to the official website, tsa.gov slash precheck. And finally, if you have a domain registered through GoDaddy, the website giant has revealed that 1.2 million customers had account information compromised earlier this year. According to GoDaddy, an unauthorized third party managed to infiltrate its systems for two and a half months before the breach was identified. This breach affects those with WordPress managed hosting. GoDaddy says that email addresses, database information, and private SSL keys for a subset of those customers were affected. According to GoDaddy, the breach is still under investigation. Do you want to be notified when we release a new episode? or when there's an important alert that could affect your online safety? If so, visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email and sign up for our email list. It will be the safest email in your inbox each week. 
And don't worry, we won't sell your email address or share it with anyone other than our email service. Once again, that's cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email. And now, on to today's tip. In 2018, over 50,000 printers were hacked by someone using the alias The Hacker Giraffe. The printers spit out a message telling people to subscribe to PewDiePie's YouTube account, as he was in danger of losing his status as the most subscribed channel on YouTube. One of the final lines on the page read, Pro tip, your printer is exposed to the internet. Please fix that. Hacked printers are still a problem today. Last week, a new alert was issued after it was demonstrated that 150 models of HP printers could be vulnerable to an attack that could come through your email account. And on Friday, reports broke about receipt printers that had been hacked to print messages such as, Are you being underpaid? So yes, your printer can be a liability to you and your security. But what can you do to make sure that your printer can't be hacked? Here are six steps that you can take. First, turn off Wi-Fi on your printer unless you plan to use it. Almost every printer, except for maybe a few of the cheapest models, has the ability to connect to your Wi-Fi network so you can print from anywhere and any device in your home. Some printers even have the ability to print while you're away from home using an online connection. This is very convenient for you if you want to print from your laptop or your mobile device. But if you only print from a desktop computer that's connected through USB, there's no reason to leave the Wi-Fi connection turned on. Unless you plan to use the Wi-Fi connection for printing, it's much better to leave it off. Second, you may want to turn off printer sharing if you don't plan to use it. Printer sharing allows multiple computers on the same network to all use the same printer. Before Wi-Fi and other network-connected printers were common in homes, this was the way you could have multiple computers all use the same printer. Now, printer sharing isn't used nearly as much since it's more convenient to connect your printer to the network. Make sure that you've turned off sharing for your printer if you're not using it. If your printer is connected to the network, you may also want to see what options you have to restrict printing. If a printer is network connected, Anyone with access to the network may be able to connect to it and print. But you may not want everyone who gets on your network to be able to use your printer. Most people, like guests who come over to your home, have no reason to need to print from their devices even if you've shared your Wi-Fi password. So if you have a way to restrict printing to only your devices, then it's a good idea to implement those restrictions. Third, change your printer's default passwords. Just like almost all the other electronics you own, 
your printer probably has at least one password. Look through your printer's owner manual for any password options that your printer may have. Whatever passwords are available, make sure that you change them away from the default options. Leaving default passwords on any device is a dangerous move. Anyone who has purchased that device would clearly have the password already. And since most manuals are also available on the internet, anyone who knows the model of your device would also be able to find the password to that device. That's why you need to change the password away from the default. In fact, default passwords can be such a problem that the UK just proposed banning them as part of a recent bill aimed at improving device security. If this bill passes, all devices sold in the UK will have to either have a unique password provided in the box or require that the user create a password as part of the setup process. So whatever passwords your printer may have, make sure that you change them away from the default. Fourth, keep the firmware on your printer up to date. Every electronic device you have also has software that controls the operations of the device. That software is called firmware. But like any software, it has the possibility of being vulnerable to security flaws. Hopefully, when these flaws are detected, the manufacturer of the printer will fix them and issue updates. But unlike updates to Windows or most of your other software, it won't be downloaded automatically. You will have to take the time to search and determine if there is an update available, and then you'll have to download it and apply it yourself. Fortunately, as long as your printer is connected, updating it is usually as easy as running any other program. Fifth, if you're like most people, you've probably gone primarily digital. So if you rarely use your printer, consider shutting it off between prints. Whether or not you do this will likely depend on how often you print and how convenient it is to turn it on and off. If your printer is readily available and you only print a few times each month, you probably won't view this step as a big issue. But if your printer is in a less convenient location or you print frequently, you might get annoyed having to turn it back on before every print. And finally, no matter how much you love your printer, there will come a day when you'll be ready to replace it. However, before you chuck your printer into the dumpster, make sure that old printer won't become a threat to the privacy and security of your information. Some printers will keep a history log of the most recent prints and scans and may even be able to print them on demand. If someone finds your printer in the dumpster, they could access that history and print documents that you've printed in the past. Also, some printers may have slots for a memory card or a USB stick where you can connect your storage and print directly. Make sure that you clear the history on your printer. In most cases, you can do this through the printer yourself, 
although the exact method is going to vary depending on the model. That way, no one can access your printing or scan history. And make sure that you've removed any storage devices from your printer. So if you're looking for a way to make your printer less temperamental, well, unfortunately, you've come to the wrong podcast. But if you want to make sure that your printer isn't the most vulnerable device you own, you're now equipped to keep yourself and your printer safe. And as we draw to a close, it's time for our cybersecurity pop quiz. Each episode, we ask you a question about online security or privacy, and it's your job to figure out the right answer. Our next episode will discuss how to evaluate the privacy of new devices. So our question is, which of these is not a question you should ask yourself about the security of a new device. A. Does the device connect to the internet? B. How durable is the device? C. Does the device have a camera or microphone? Or D. What happens to data that's collected? Come back again next time to find out the answer or visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash pop quiz to submit your guess and get the chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card when we conclude Season 4 next August. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. Check out the show notes page linked in the description for more information about today's tip and a transcription of today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could visit our welcome page at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com welcome. There, you can find more information about the show and links to some of our most popular episodes. CybersecurityMadePersonal.com is provided for educational purposes only. Don't take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you understand what you're doing and the possible consequences. Visit CybersecurityMadePersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Tech Media. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay safe.